everyone. This is Kathy Mason from MasonWorks Marketing here on Conscious Business Zone with my friend, Steve Farrell. Hi, Steve. How are you today? I am great. Good to be with you. Thank you for inviting me to come in and be with your viewers today. Oh, well, I'm so excited for everyone. I, I know you were on, um, I think, four years ago. You were on when I first started my Conscious Business Zone. So it's been a while. And there it's amazing what you guys have been doing at humanities team and now god got you to write a book <laughs> so, oh, wow so so you guys i have a, a love affair with steve farrell don't tell his wife um because um i am just so excited to watch his dream come true and to see how um centered in the light it is and in love and in oneness. Um, uh, I got to meet Steve, I think 2010 or around then, and uh, right away felt like part of the family with uh, Humanities Team. And um, I, I spent a good three years spending a lot of volunteer time with Steve and the crew because I really, really believe in what you're doing. So, so Steve, where do we want to start? Do you want to start with um, your new book? Because it's right behind you. Um, <laughs> or, you yeah, let's, okay. uh, let's so, jump in there. Okay, so, so why don't we start there? Because um, for people that don't know you, they and they a lot of people still i'm always surprised i ask them if they know about humanities team and even though it's huge you have a huge following people are still just discovering what you're doing and it's remarkable you guys you gotta go to humanitiesteam.org i'll put it up on the screen you've got to go there and sign up because this is really the the way to go to the world that we want to create and create a new world of peace and love together. So back to you, Steve, I, I just had to put that infomercial in. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so a word about humanities team here, and then I'll tell you about the book is okay. humanities team actually will be 20 years old in <gasps> this year. Oh and my God. For people that aren't familiar with humanities team, we, we were founded in June, 2003 in Wilsonville, Oregon, Neil Donald Walsh, the author of Conversations with God and myself uh, launched it there in Wilsonville, Oregon, 20 years ago. It were, uh, again, a 501c3 nonprofit. So that means uh, our whole setup, our organization is quite different. No focus on top line growth, bottom line growth, shareholders, uh, only one focus, and that's to make conscious living, which is oneness, which is unity consciousness, uh, which is the new spirituality. And actually, all this goes by many names, but to make it pervasive worldwide by 2040 and to just this whole existential crisis word that's surfacing more and more, boom, get rid of it uh, because we become conscious uh, worldwide and we create a sustainable and flourishing planet. So that's what humanity's team is up to. Uh, and we have a streaming platform that is unique in the industry, the transformational education industry a true streaming platform uh, as well that you could check out called Humanity Stream Plus. Okay, let me uh, tell you a little bit about the book here because this is what Kathy wanted me to go to first. The book is, uh, it's it's actually available tomorrow. Uh, we're, it's, it's just becoming available tomorrow on Amazon. I think uh, Barnes and Noble, other bookstores will carry it. I think they're gonna be carrying it overseas. It's a 50 year true story true story of me from age 12 uh, growing up all the way to the present time. Uh, and it uh, it's a pretty, I'll call it unlikely story because when I was 12 and, and in my formative years there, my parents were divorced in the sixth grade, my parents were divorced. So I was single mom, a working mom, raising then seven kids in a, in a rather small home, about a little over 1300 square feet there in Northern Virginia outside Washington, DC. Not a lot of budget. So, uh, and just, just as an example that I paid for my own braces in the sixth grade, uh, I found uh, with my mother's help, an orthodontist that would take a payment plan of it was five or $10 a month until I paid off the braces. 
So uh, this is this is kind of where the the book starts, and then goes to my uh, uh, to my whole adventure in Silicon Valley, where I was absolutely in the right place at the right time. I started two companies there that uh, were in digital communication. So this internet just really went big, uh, and my and therefore our services that were for mostly middle-sized and large companies on the West Coast and on the East Coast. Uh, went really big. We grew from two guys uh, with used furniture in a very inexpensive South San Francisco executive suite to a $75 million company, 100, over 175 employees uh, there after about 10 years. And then inside that first company, we birthed a second company. Uh, and that one we took to $75 million in two years. Now, so I was when I was in a young president's organization, which uh, is a lot of the younger people uh, at the center of wealth creation are in it, no different to uh, my chapter. And my chapter, there were about 60 people. Gavin Newsom was in my chapter, uh, Hamid Mogadam, who is the CEO of, of uh, Prologis, which is the largest real estate equity trust in the world. Uh, Andy Cunningham, who was the brilliant marketer working alongside Steve Jobs to launch the Macintosh. They were three of the remarkable people in my chapter. There were others. Reed Hastings was in the chapter right next to mine. Uh, and he hadn't even started Netflix yet. He was out uh, working wow. with others to, to launch charter schools is when I met him. Uh, so I was at the center of wealth creation there in Silicon Valley. And then, then I took the big detour. I sold everything. I left Silicon Valley. I moved my family to Boulder. I launched Humanities Team with Neil Donald Walsh and set out on this conscious journey. And uh, if you're watching this program, that's you're on likely on the conscious journey also. So uh, and then and this, of course, is really what uh, uh, our our conscious evolution is all about right now, our human evolution, which is where we're doing this whole Einstein thing where we're elevating our consciousness. Right. And understanding what science is now affirming that we're sovereign to one body, that we are all a part of one or a super organism here in the universe, which we can call universe or cosmos or God or the divine or life or love. Use yeah. word we want. It doesn't matter. Uh, so the book is that true story of that 50 year journey. And I'll tell you, as you might imagine, uh, I, I wiped out a lot in, during the 15 years, 50 years. I learned a ton. And I lay out just as I go through the book, I say, wow, you know, this is what I learned here and what maybe you could uh, learn also what you could get from the book. So it's really written for the reader, even though it's uh, even though I'm the character that uh, is on this adventure from beginning to end. Well, um, what, that's one of the things anyone that gets to know you and gets to know the way that you do work is you do everything in team. And that you're always um, you're you're don't take the traditional leadership role. You you get a lot of input from the field, <laughs> uh, whether it's the Barbara Mux Hubbard field of all that is, or which which we both um, were fans of hers, um, um, or the field of um, interaction and co creativity that you get when you have lots of different input, which does take longer and has a different patience level than most traditional business. How, how do you see, um, for people that are listening, your, your journey is you, you, you make relationships that are lifetime relationships because you put the other person first. You really do. And, how would you explain that? Because you do teach conscious leadership. You, you do teach a lot of this, but you are it. <laughs> I can attest to that, that, that when you work with people, you consider every single comment and every single um, gift that each person brings in the mix. So could you could you talk about relationships and because you just named off from from your your you know this person did this remarkable dream, I mean, 
how how did you learn to do those kind of relationships? Well, first, let me say thank you for you know, oh, sure. very generous, very kind of you, Kathy. It's the truth. Uh, um, and so let me just let me let me start this way. Uh, we create master classes and other transformational education programs right on this streaming platform that I've shared up. So we work closely with the NDE community. Kathy, you work very closely yes. with the NDE yes. community. We also work with very talented mediums. Now, they almost all share the very same story uh, when we get to our what they call continuation day, right? Our physical life ends, and then there is a life review. Uh, and the life review they all share goes kind of like this. It's it's not a recording. It's a real life experience where you're actually there in the moment with the key people uh, that you lived your life with. And you're seeing yourself and feeling yourself and even hearing the thoughts of because uh, we're now in this pure love, this oneness world, right? We've transitioned to the non-physical realm. Even hear the thoughts of our uh, of the person that's there with you. And at these key moments in your life, you're uh, experiencing that from the other person's perspective, what it was to be like to be with you, working with you, your partner, your kids, uh, your friends, etc. This is and this is the life review beginning to end. And then after the life review, what is said is that you get to the question is asked now as you go on and with in your eternal life, do you want to go in the same direction or would you like to make some changes here based on what you've just seen in this life review? Okay, now we don't look at any uh, flashy cars. We don't look at vacation homes. We don't look at mansions. We don't look at bank accounts. None of that is in the life review. Uh, so seemingly the only thing that is important according to the NDE and medium community is uh, well, how basically how loving were you? You know, yeah. how truthful, how sharing, how in service. I mean, that's it. That's what the life review is. And when we talk about conscious living or conscious leadership, uh, what I've come to understand is the word transactional won't even uh, will go away. There will be no such thing as transactional where we're just doing something with somebody for some purpose to achieve some objective. But the person doesn't matter because it's transactional. It won't. Uh, there's no such thing as transactional in a in a when, when we're living consciously or working consciously. So. I'm just all I'm doing is endeavoring to live into what my understanding is and uh, so that I can one enjoy life to its fullest and two when my life review does come you know can be a positive experience as opposed to which of course I'm you know I, I went through I tell the story in the book of my own conscious journey I can promise you at age 12 and 14 and 15 and 17 you know I, I was learning a lot I was living in the old narrative I wasn't always who I wanted to be so uh, which right. true, I think, for all of us on the conscious journey, right? Well, well, I I think it's amazing. I um, I because I've heard your stories before. Um, I heard uh, how um, you you were with Bill Spady when they started Heartlight Schools, and that you were instrumental in getting the funding for that, uh, which were what were if for anyone that. Would like to know about that you probably need to get go to uh dr william spady um to find out the real details but um that um that movement was to to bring this knowledge way back 20 years ago into schools into mainstream use where people really were um, honored for their competencies rather than fit into a box and and that's what i was saying steve is that when when we did um the global global um uh humanities uh meetings in portugal and in greece what i saw was every single person from every culture now most of these people english wasn't their first language it was their second language but their heart spoke and we gathered all of that and used all of it we didn't everyone's concepts and part of the it was like a recipe their their uh, additional part was another flavor into it 
and everyone's um, recipe was honored. It, it was quite remarkable. And it, it was the slowest I've ever done a marketing plan before. <laughs> it was fascinating. I learned so much with that. Yeah, you played a key role. Uh, that's in the book, too, as I mentioned, when we were coming on. Yeah, as, yeah. as you mentioned, you were at the Greece meeting at the Portugal meeting. The Greece meeting was like, was defining for a humanities team. We had these people who had worked with us for years and years from the beginning. Uh, and there and this was then in 2010. And uh, uh, we made with your assistance, we, we uh, went through the strategic workshop and then pointed in this direction of, OK, let's now really get this thing going, you know, tightly aligned uh, and really moving. And this was where then a lot of the, I'll call it old timers that needed a paycheck and we weren't yet, we're able to monetize our work. So uh, some of the older uh, old timers kind of left at that point. And then there was a whole new team that really pushed forward. And and here we are all these years later. And yes. uh, what we're, we're now, you know, as we know, we're in the middle of this great shift right this whole new way of living on the planet and humanities team is uh we're we're out you know playing a role with our we have an initiative called changing humanity's future uh which is to make conscious living pervasive worldwide by 2040 i was sharing earlier uh and with real plans to do that yes well um what the other thing i want people to know is when i do a marketing plan a lot of times there's initiatives that are recommended and in your plan, we did, I think there were 16 of them. And I said to you, if you do four of these, I'll be thrilled. And you guys did, I think, all 16, if not uh, almost all 16 of them, which was amazing. The passion of the, the participants and your, your type of leadership that encourages and brings out the best in people was um contributes to the the movement being successful and the move movement is oneness just as you said quantum physics is now finding the linear version of the explanation of what we feel as us that are sensitive um we felt it i mean palpable love connection almost like soul tribe but it doesn't stop with just your soul tribe, everyone is included, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, if, if people aren't familiar with the science, you really owe it to yourself to become familiar with the science. We created in humanities team, a program with Nassim Harriman and Greg Braden called Forbidden Science. Greg insisted that we call it Forbidden Science because it's science that now is uh, affirmed by many, in, including through peer review, and it's not, uh, they, they don't allow it in the classroom. So, uh, and then there are other uh, programs that are similar, similar to that technology, consciousness and evolution that we created. But let me talk to uh, the science here just for a moment for those that are, aren't following it. Uh, in October of last year, the Nobel Prize for Physics was awarded to three uh, researchers uh, for their research into entanglement. Now, if you look up entanglement in the dictionary, what it means is, You've got two things that can be on completely different sides of the universe that have no physical connection that are affecting each other. Uh, this is one of the uh, uh, one of the aspects or dimensions of what oneness is. It means that oneness means it's an energetic universe, a vibrational universe, and everything is actually affecting everything. Right? We've heard this uh, so many times in different. Uh, classes we've taken, uh, programs that we've gone through, books we've read, but now the science is really affirming it. Uh, now, Sam Harriman, this year, uh, through his Resonance Science Foundation, is bringing out his, his unified field theory, which we worked closely with him in the development of the Forbidden Science Masterclass and really looked inside of his research. And his research is accurate to 13 digits. Okay, and remember back to grade school. So that means 0.00000, 13 digits, right? It's accurate to 13 digits. And what it's saying is it's a whole set of equations that is looking at the, the universe. It's what Einstein attempted to do to his death or his transition, never quite did it because he didn't have the modern technologies and tools that Sam Harriman has. But it says that everything from quantum scale, so protons and atoms, 
to cosmological objects, galaxies, uh, and everything in between, physical and non-physical, is is one, is is one. It's all affecting each other. And so Nassim Harriman, a scientist, what he likes to say is, he says, he'll turn to a camera and say, so you, you are sovereign to one body, the universe, the cosmos. And and that means that the universe is is uh, is inseparable from you, which is to say there's no universe without you. Right. So he's saying, stand tall, walk in pasture, you know, go strong because you are you are, uh, you know, an energy, a vital energetic force in the universe, which it's interesting because you go to the spiritualist, the uh, uh, Deepak Chopra's or Neil Donald Walsh's. Uh, and they'll say basically the same thing, that we are all one, that uh, we're all a part of spirit or of God. And, of course, conversations with God says that the word God and universe are interchangeable, right? This whole omnipresence, omniscience, omnipotence, that it's true. There's there's one presence, one wisdom across the universe, one power. And when we live consciously and then we and we elevate to our highest priority, the one, the world around us, people and the planet and so on, uh, and we get aligned, then we can tap into that full wisdom and that full power. And of course, some people have demonstrated that in the history of time. Well, um, Nassim Harriman talks about each cell in our body having a black hole in it, and that that's how we're all connected. And um, I think people made fun of that at first, but now that kind of is a, a way for our minds to construct the, the narrative of how it works. I mean, somehow the, the heart space is available to feel it, but then you, it's nice to have the, the, inner, the um, interpretation that could maybe help you understand it. And the entanglement is quite amazing. I mean, the thing of this is we are so much more powerful than we know. And what this allows us to do is get out of the victimization and use that power for the good to create the world that seven generations from now, like the indigenous say, um, is going to sur survive and provide and be the um, the playground that I think was intended. We kind of just got off kilter, um, and and um, so so Steve, how do you see success? Um, I mean, you've had you've had you you in your early life, um, at, at early business life, you had success. Um, and then you totally left all of that in Silicon Valley to to um, you had a, a, an experience mm -hmm. that caused you to leave that behind and work on the oneness theme. And you 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 through your experience with Neil Donald Walsh and all of that. So so how do you see success now? Because I'm seeing people being depressed. I'm seeing a lot of this. Well, the global consciousness is heavy right now. And um, so I'm doing whatever I can to lift it up. And I know you are too. But but what do you see as what um, your, your definition that we would like to plant, like, like gardeners, um, for success? Yes, and boy, we all have such an important role right now. We know of the challenges out in the world, right? And we know just in the teachings that you've read about that we we chose to be here. Our soul chose to be here at this time. And what I understand, uh, many more souls than could come wanted to be here at this time where we're in the middle of this great shift. And you, every single person here has a role to play. Now, success. Uh, so this was part of this 50-year journey that I talk about in this book called A New Universal Dream. And uh, success as I was off this unlikely story where I'm finding myself in the middle of wealth creation in Silicon Valley with these people that I referenced earlier. Uh, what I what I found was that their success was kind of a mirage, okay, where you want to get your company to 100 million and then you do. And then it's like, a, and then it, it's a mirage because that oasis moves out on the horizon to 200 million. 
and then you get to 200 million and it moves to 400 million and so it goes so there's no there there so what can happen is is it's sort of like winning the lottery and just working like crazy then to continue to win the lottery keep that top line and bottom line growth going at the expense often of relationships closest to you your partner your kids your co-workers your best friends uh you can't do it all and where you're just chasing that oasis that that's that mirage on the horizon uh it's very hard to to uh experience true success it's fleeting it's a sugar high it's a sure at 200 million it's a sugar hike and then it goes to 400 million and you're off chasing that so i found that it wasn't uh it wasn't uh, the dream that that I wanted a part of. So this is where I took my detour and where I sold everything. And I left Silicon Valley and I moved to Boulder, Colorado and with uh, with these partners and colleagues of mine who were terrific, who I work with that are located all over the world. Now, what I've found success to be is uh, it's the deliciousness of life. It's, it's abundance in all of its characteristics. Yes, there's a financial component, but so many more. Um, it's true prosperity. It's it's a loving environment in your home and uh, out <laughs> workers. That's my uh, my Portuguese water dog. Sorry about that. Must be a delivery person there at the door. Uh, so it uh, success is where we're in this whole conscious living state where it's to me it's like drift diving. If you ever have done snorkeling or scuba diving. Uh, and you've gone to these drift diving sites where you just put out your arms and it's just this nice, smooth flow. And it's not that there aren't problems that you have in the world. There still are problems, but you're coming now instead of from the logic center of your mind, you're coming from the wisdom center of your soul. You're coming from this place where you're in connection with this frequency of the universe. And if that sounds abstract, I'm near a window and there's nature right outside my window where you remain in connection with nature that is the frequency of the universe. Some say it's 432 hertz. I'm not sure whether that's true or not, but it's it's this loving connection. It's this very light connection. It's a it's a connection that's like drift diving, where instead of the uh, where I compare it to my earlier life of the mental emotional ups and down roller coaster. Today's a bad day. Today's a good day. I'm in retrograde today. We leave all that behind. So in this new definition of success where we're living consciously, we're in the state of connection. And again, it's not that challenges don't come. It's just that we approach challenges very differently in a more holistic way instead of some reductive way where we just go and do this, which leads to some new problem. And then we go and do that. Uh, success is not ethereal. Success is, is uh, something you take to bed every night that you wake up with in the morning that is uh, eternal, where where we know that we have an eternal life, an everlasting life, that we have unlimited potential. As you were saying earlier, Kathy, we don't we we heal that whole victim thing. We all grew up with this narrative of of uh, of these things. We're lucky sperm, and we one life to live, and boy, we're going to go to dust and bones. And uh, we we grew up that way, and uh, and and that can put us and sometimes leave us for a whole lifetime in this place of victim and villain, and. One of the things we learn in conscious living is there are no such things. Wayne Dyer in his lifetime, he passed eight years ago, right? In 2015. Yeah. He said there are no victims or villains, right? This wisdom has been around forever that we're creators. There are no victims or villains. We own our lives. We are responsible, accountable individuals. And then when we live this way, where we live in this connected state uh, and experience that loving presence in our family and coworkers and friends, et cetera, uh, then then we taste uh, a success that we can carry with us always. It's not ethereal. It's it's not a sugar high. I feel like a like a cheerleader in the background going yes 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 um, because that's the that's the game. If there is a game, you can wake up every morning and reset. You can be a new person because you are you're, it's your hologram. And what you're talking about is making everyone's vision, not everyone, but but a big enough mass of us to have the vision of oneness that it's a tipping point. Do you want to talk about that too? Because um, that used to be, I don't know if you still use that um, as a concept, but you have talked about the tipping point 
of all of this of consciousness? Could you share that? We do. Yeah. So when we say make conscious living pervasive worldwide by 2040, that's a tipping point. So and uh, part of our strategy as a nonprofit is we have this streaming platform where we keep bringing the price down and then we bring it down again. And then we offer this really low monthly price. Then we give it away to half of the subscribers, especially outside of the U.S., where even though it's an economical price, they can't afford it. They're on the conscious journey. Good. Uh, we give it away to, to those groups. And because education is always the key to social change, it's, it's actually the biggest tool in our shed, education. So are this Humanity Stream Plus platform that we created with these hundreds of programs. I've mentioned uh, Greg Braden and Nassim Harriman, but there's Bruce Lipton and Lynn McTaggart, and there's the HeartMath leaders, and there's uh, Michael Beckwith and Neil Donald Walsh. There are hundreds of uh, programs and faculty uh, that uh, contribute to this uh, platform. We put brought in 55 last year. New programs will bring in that many this year. And our objective is to get this platform, this community in, in every home out in the world that wants it uh, because where price is not a factor. Um, and, and that means translating it into the major languages. So because if you go through even two or three of these programs, Souls Calling with Michael Beckwith and Neil Donald Walsh, Forbidden Science with Nassim Harriman and Greg Braden, I'm not going to keep going. You can, you can actually see on the screen uh, this Humanity Stream Plus platform. But you go through just a couple of these programs, and I honestly don't know if you're really paying attention how you can go through the program, even two, and not be really uh, quite uh, changed, uh, evolved, elevated, you know, in consciousness, elevated in your understanding of, of who we are and how we live in the world. And then, of course, after, we, after awareness comes the embodiment and, and experience and expression part, which is that's where the fruit is, right? Uh, what uh, I'll call it the new spirituality, which I think 10 years from now will be the big thing we'll be talking about because it's living into the fullness of this spirituality, whatever name we want to use. I'm calling it here the new spirituality, but where we understand there is no separation at all. Right. You know, the divine that she lives in you, <laughs> you know, the entirety of the universe is there. And where we then turn in service to this universe. And of course, we take care of our family. Uh, you know, that doesn't change. But the fence posts move out. It's no longer just the little family. Now it's the whole of the earth. Let me let me just read you uh, a, a quote from 75 years ago. Okay. Which which is which which speaks to the problem in the in a in a full way, and it, it speaks to then the solution. Uh, I'm gonna just uh, read this. This is an Albert Einstein quote. You maybe have heard it. A human being is a part of a whole called by us universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts, and his feelings as something separated from the rest, a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. This delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and to affection for a few persons nearest us. Our task, therefore, must be to free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty, end quote. Okay, now that was 75 years ago. In, in our opinion and humanities team, he nailed it in terms of putting his finger on the problem, this optical delusion that creates a prison for us. And then what we need to do is see it's an optical delusion Elevate, go through the work of uh, create this awareness where we elevate our consciousness, see our oneness, that there are 8 billion faces here on the planet of which we are one. There's this whole energetic vibrational being of which we are one. And then, of course, we naturally come into service with, with the one, right? Because it's a simple thing of once we, uh, it, we, we know, uh, we see our connection, with, uh, with the world around us, then we create a responsibility, right? Where there's connection, there's always responsibility for mature people. And where there's responsibility, there's always positive action for mature people. Those one leads to the other to the other. Well, here's our tipping point, you know, connection, responsibility, positive action. You get to just, they say, four to 8% of the world that starts living this way into the fullness of ultimate reality. This is what is so, right? We're just living now into ultimate reality instead of the optical delusion 
and why would we want to live in an optical delusion? You know, and then yeah. go through life review where we see us living in an optical delusion. And that, you know, why would we want to do that? Right. So this is our moment. Understand reality, live into the fullness of reality with others all over the world, experience the fruit of it, this new spirituality where it's like, oh my God, you know, I am I'm offspring of the one, you know, that the universe can't be without me, you know, where you live into the fullness of that. That's beautiful. And and there's so many things that I, I'm again in the cheering section behind um, when you can't see me. <laughs> um, um, one of the things you, the, um, the, the thing that I want people to understand is that you have, you have collaborated and brought all of these new thought leaders into humanity's team, into the offering. It made it ex the information accessible. How do we let people know it's safe to be seen now? Because it, a lot of um, past lives, <laughs> uh, people if they if they have an inkling of that they were burned at the stake or or shot for being the one that spoke up, the emperor has no clothes. And um, but 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 what you've done is you brought all these people that are um, they're futurists, they're um, they're co highly competent in their area of expertise, and they're sharing their not only there are new heroes really if if you want to look at that because we really don't have heroes anymore, and we could use them. Um, um, which is what you're, I'm looking forward to the book, bringing you, bringing people along in that way too, to say, Hey, this is my story, your story. You can follow my story or you can build your own. But, but Steve, why do you feel that it's, um, or, or for the audience, how that's safe for them to come out and show their, share their genius? Yeah, well, this is this is what is so delicious. This is the new spirituality. It's it's where we're living into it in its fullness, and we don't need to be worried anymore about, uh, you know, 20 years ago when we started Humanities Team, I did what few friends I had left were were pretty much out of here when I said I'm devoting my life to you know that we're all one and we're going to live into this oneness. Uh, fortunately, things have changed. It's a it's a it's, you know, with the Nobel P Prize for Physics with uh, Nassim Harriman's work, with the Noetic Sciences work, with Bruce Lipton's work, with Greg Braden's work, I could go on. Uh, we go back, actually go back to Plato, for God's sakes, 435 BC, and Hippocrates, who lived in the same time, and they said that there's no such thing as plural in consciousness. There's one consciousness, okay? That was 2,500 years ago, so maybe it's time, you know, we uh, pay attention to what these notables have shared over the history of time. It's safe to to come out now and to bring in bring in the science of people are disbelieving, um, you know. Again, Erwin Schrödinger, uh, David Bohm, right? I won't try and quote all, uh, mention all the scientists' names, but there are many of them that have laid the groundwork for what we're living into today, for what ultimate reality is, where we're living into it. And and the fruit again, uh, the story I tell in my book, A New Universal Dream, which a newuniversaldream.com, by the way, is where you can go to learn about it. And I'm giving away my uh, my conscious leadership masterclass, which is a $300 masterclass, $299 uh, when you buy the $19 book. So it's kind of a wow. neat deal. But um, cool. you live into this new universal dream. Uh, this is where this all of us can get to this destination. I'm not sure everybody will ever get a chance. I was at the center of wealth creation there in Silicon Valley on the private jets at the private ski resorts, all of the things I got to do back in that day. Uh, that was, uh, you know, I just was in, I was in that right place at the right time. I, I, I lived, I have chapters on my life like that. Not everybody will, but you can take it from me. Uh, that is not, you don't want to climb that ladder to that destination. Uh, it, it's, it's hard to get there, but you don't want to get there anyway, because it's just a life full of mirages with oases is always out on the horizon. But what we can get to is living into ultimate reality right. and being, uh, speaking honestly about it, speaking from the heart about it, living from the wisdom center of our soul, being a loving person and a kind person. Uh, and who doesn't want to be around somebody like that? <laughs> that right. you know, right. 
I created the the uh, the abundance to do what I'm doing is I brought this into business. Let me tell you, conscious business where you are a loving person like this. Uh, let me, <laughs> you're going to have employees, customers, vendors, everybody lining up at your door where you're where you basically live consciously like this. Well, I I love it because uh, four years ago when I started this um, this uh, show, um, no one was well. There there was a magazine called Conscious Business. There was only a few you were using those terms, but there wasn't a lot of mainstream. And now it's like you know how yoga took off. And everyone uses it almost like an um, adjective or adverb or noun. Um, uh, consciousness now is also being used. And I'm so glad about that because we are, again, um, the opportunity to do something at, right now with your genius uh, and not be afraid to share your genius this is this is the time to show up and um, play around with it. I mean, they say a lot of times your sole purpose is uh, you can go back to what you did at fourteen when no one was looking and all your bill, you know, your all your your needs were met and that whatever you delighted in the music or the art or the um, what it's sport or whatever it was that a lot of times that's the 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 gift that you have because of the joy and the energy in it. Um, that's what we need as many people as want to play this game with us. That's what we need people to do now is bring that joy of co-creation and joy of, um, of um, play really. It's really a different energy. Don't you agree? Yeah, you know, this was again the primary reason I wrote the book, actually, because I my I share the name Steve with Steve Jobs, but I'm not a Steve Jobs. You wouldn't pick up my book because you wanted to know about my life. Uh, I'm not well known like that. I wrote the book actually for the reader, uh, exactly for the reason you described, Kathy. Is is that especially in the early stages where maybe we're not fully sharing our genius, where maybe we're not telling uh, our full truth, maybe we're not living into fully this whole uh, conscious living thing uh, that uh, it's hard. It's very challenging. I shared, I lost, you know, most of my friends back in that day uh, and coworkers and things. Uh, so I wrote the book to kind of tell my story of how I dealt with that, how I got through that, got to the other side, then uh, grew to uh, uh, higher and higher uh, levels, new plateaus, uh, new, new uh, places on this uh, journey to, conscious living to new new elevations uh and i and 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 every step of the way i stop and share okay this is this is kind of what i learned here this was the challenge here uh this was what i learned from it here so my hope was that i could kind of assist people on the conscious journey that maybe uh they're they could be at the midpoint of the journey well into it or they could be in one of those arduous spots like where they're revealing to their partner their family their co-workers that they're living consciously and dealing with uh, some of the rejection and other kinds of things that you'll experience uh, during that stage. Yes. So, so your book is kind of a roadmap for people, right? Where, where they get to um, see how, how to fulfill their destiny as well as have the, the holistic view of life rather than, the go, 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 um, like the Steve Jobs story. I mean, sort of, it's very sad where um, you focus totally on the business, the business, the business, that's a driver and you lose all your connections with, and, and all your spiritual um, connections basically with um, your family and friends. And here's the beauty about being on this journey is I've shared trying to put into words, Kathy and I, what this this new prosperity, this deliciousness and living, this uh, abundance and its fullness, these things are. Uh, it's it's that and more. Uh, it's the opposite of this whole sacrifice. We've got to give everything up. We're going to go live in a cave. We're going to just barely get by. It is not those things. I promise you this. Even in sacred text, it says uh, the terms it uses give unto the kingdom. 
it says, and then all things are given unto you. Well, that that is exactly what happens. That's exactly what we experience, where we see the oneness and we serve this oneness, uh, make it our highest priority to to be a loving person and service person in our homes and our workplace out in the world. Uh, what happens is is the uh, the one which I'm going to now I'll use the metaphor of the ocean. I'll use us as the metaphor of the faucet. Uh, we're a faucet off of the ocean. The, the ocean says there, so-and-so is wanting to really live under the fullness of supporting the full ocean. And then it just turns that faucet all the way on. The people, the resources, the uh, all of the things that you need to really get scale, to grow, to get reach, to get impact, to help change, move this world in positive directions. All of that happens. And including, you know, the, the home that you have and ways that you're, uh, you and your partner and your family are nurtured. All of those things happen. And and then here's the beautiful thing, because right now I'm just contexting it around what's coming back to us individually. But as we know, as we look out in today's world with extreme weather and with this war in the Ukraine that could become a World War III and other things, uh, this term existential crisis is increasingly surfacing. Well, where we're living consciously like this, not only is all that fruit coming back to us, but we're actually healing what's out in the world. And where we get to this tipping point that Kathy and I were talking about, this 48%, this whole thing flips. Uh, people start feeling into, the all of humankind starts feeling into the beauty of what is here, the ultimate reality that is real. The old narratives are thrown out. These new cultural stories, these new narratives are emerging. We're sharing our genius. We're in service to the world around us. And then this whole beautiful new world emerges. And then can you imagine now, going to your, uh, you transition, okay, the term, sometimes we see our pine box, right, which is the body that we leave behind. But so imagine now at the end of your life, you've experienced the fruit that I've just talked about, and you were part of the reason, the cause for this whole new way of living on the earth, because we're, we're, we're the whole world is shifting, partly because of you, this shift that you've made in your life, this pivot, this whole elevation in consciousness, this way that you've lived into it. And so when you transition, you know, you 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 transition with a smile on your face because one, of the beauty of what you've just lived and two, our kids and our kids' kids and future generations have a beautiful planet to live on, yes. partly because of what you did during your life. Yes, that's wonderful. And and I, I do see that as possibility. That's part of why I was, I am attracted to humanities team and what you're doing. And I see that you're bringing in um, people that can reach the audience in all different ways. So if they're very left brain, they can go through the science and the literature. Um, if they're religious, they can go through even with new thought, um, Michael, uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith and other other religious leaders. And, and you're looking at people that walk the talk that's what um vibrationally you've created a there's not very much infighting or um name calling or any of that it really is okay we're a team how do we work as a team and that's why i wanted um i wanted just a second or two about conscious leadership again because this is conscious business zone most of the people that um, a lot of the people that listen to this run small businesses where they are a servant leader and they take care of their employees and their customers before themselves. And so um, what what I'd love for you to talk about as far as conscious leadership is how you kept your mindset, how because I, I've known you long enough. I mean, you you were working the ridiculous hours, sometimes on the weekends. You were always following the thread of how to make this work for over, over 10 years that I know of, maybe, well, actually going on 15 probably or something like that. Um, but but when what could you talk about to help these people that are going through this roller coaster right now uh, in the world? about mindset and pursuing um, the righteous um, dreams that they have. So so conscious leadership and conscious business, they're, they're really 
uh, three, I'll call it big phases here. One is just the phase of, of coming into the awareness, educating ourselves to really understand what conscious living is. And I've, I've talked about here during this program, lots of different program, uh, masterclasses, transformational education programs you could go through that will aid you in really seeing fully what conscious living is. That's step one, education. Step two then is the embodiment and expression of it. Uh, there's no fruit, there's no fun, there's no, no real value in just understanding something. The fruit, the whole reason we wanna understand is to embody and express, to live into it, to experience the fruit. I've talked about that as uh, the new spirituality is you know, a term that we could use. Uh, in this second phase where we're embodiment and express, we really come into the fullness of omnipresence omniscience, omnipotence, you know, this term that's thrown around synchronicities where synchronicities are coming in, the people that are uh, coming to you, the, uh, the resources that are coming to you, the uh, things that are giving you more reach, more impact, all of these things, you know, there's a real power that you're harnessing that omniscience and omnipotence is, is coming to you in phase two. In phase three, uh, the conscious business phase, this is where we're now building a culture, a conscious culture where we're working with others like bees and ants, we often say. It's an interdependence. It's where it's a very inspiring environment. It's an environment where we have a dream, uh, the new universal dream, which we're sharing all over the world, uh, and which is that we uh, are living consciously with people all over the world and where there's these, the, the beautiful relationships and business now has gone in this conscious direction and healthcare education, et cetera. They all, all of these, what Barbara Marks Hubbard called sectors, move in this conscious direction. So in this conscious business phase, now with uh, this culture that we build, we're working alongside heart to heart, shoulder to shoulder with other people in this way of interdependence where, where again, there's inspiration. There's uh, a, a dream, a goal that's held out that we're uh, moving toward every single day. Now, uh, this masterclass that I created called Conscious Leadership, which you can read about on, you can read about it uh, at, at, if you go to a anewuniversaldream.com, which is the name of the book. Um, and the reason you can read about it there is we want to get the book out in the world uh, to kind of aid people on this, this on their own conscious journey, which is why we're giving, uh, at least for a while now, we're going to give away my Conscious Leadership Masterclass. It gets into these three uh, different dimensions to conscious living and to conscious business. Um, you get that with, uh, you just enter your receipt and your name, and then uh, boom, we download the, the masterclass to you. And then you also, of course, get the book where you read about my journey and, and just see, you know, are there tools here uh, that it might aid you uh, during your own uh, conscious journey? I'm, I'm going to guess that uh, you'll uh, see at least a few experiences, some tools, some things that might aid you during your own journey, just because uh, there's so many things that uh, have been a part of this 50 year experience, including the launching of humanities team that's in there and remarkable meetings. Like when we were with uh, the uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu down in South Africa or uh, Nelson Mandela's family after he passed, uh, there are lots of stories like that uh, where humanities team has gone out in the world to recognize spiritual leaders. Uh, and, uh, and to meet, uh, as, as Kathy and I were sharing in Greece, where we create this whole new direction, partly with Kathy's assistance, that helped us strategically move in the direction that we uh, have been going in really for the last 13 years, ever since that Greece uh, Global Council meeting. Well, I put up your um, site, the um, uh, a new uh, universal dream, a new universal dream site, so people can see. And I'll put that in the text, so everyone has an easy to find link <laughs> to see it. And um, this is a wonderful opportunity to not only um, get to learn what Steve went through and be inspired by it, but also to take that class and and to be part of the solution. Um, that's what I think in, in, in our heart of hearts, we all want to be part of the solution to what we see as, as, as all the systems breaking down. And this isn't what when the 60s happened that anyone intended. And so there's a lot of sorrow and grief and sadness about 
um, the, what we've created, but there's still that we needed to have this to see what we really want. I think, I don't know. It's like the dark ages to now to the Renaissance. So, so what Steve's offering is a glimpse into um, a storyline that shows you what, if, when you follow your dream and you stay focused on it and you have the mindset of, uh, of that you're doing your, your soul's mission and you can't, you almost think you're magnetizing everything towards you, right? Absolutely. Yeah. The universe is, we, we are one with the universe. And once we establish that clear direction, the universe has our back and in fact pushes us in the direction that we want to go. And uh, so just once we set our sights on that dream, that goal, that vision of a healed world, uh, get out of the way. Because that faucet, when it go back to that metaphor of ocean and faucet, that faucet is turned all the way on and it's uh, it's a beautiful experience. Right. Well, that's a, that's why I like to use the uh, concept of the Renaissance, because in the Renaissance, again, it's almost like being that 14 year old again, where someone's got your back with all your basic yeah. needs and you get to play at life and, and express yourself. And as a piece of the fractal of one <laughs> fractal, that's all it wants is to learn and to grow and experience the, the um, goodness that's here and available because it's learning. It's just like um, it, everything is in, ex, in an expansive way. And we, when we're in fear, we're not in expansiveness. We, the, this opening up heart, opening up source, opening up access is all available. I, I hope people will um, not only read your book, but join Humanities Team and enjoy the, um, the community that is there for them and feel supported on this new chapter as we're going forward. Yeah, come join us, humanitiesteam.org and uh, a newuniversaldream.com and uh, come come check it out. You'll I think you'll be glad you did. Yes. We're, we're a nonprofit, and we're here for you. Right. And uh, humanities team has even won awards, but but this is what you have to know is there are other organizations that are all doing their part in another way. Um this this is a um the humanities team work bridges a lot of gaps. It, it takes you, it isn't just going to the spiritual, although it is spiritual, but it has the, all the different, Barbara Marks Hubbard had 12 spheres, um, humanities team when we did the plan had 12 spheres where we're, um, we're getting the expertise from each sphere to give us their perspective on the road to go forward, the, the positive future that we want to create. So again, we're not victims, we're co-creators. Let's co-create what we really want, right? Let's do it. We're, we are in, this is our moment. The, yes, the yes. Well, I'm so grateful to have been a part of all this and I'm cheering you in the background that we don't get to have lunches as much as we used to, but maybe we will coming forward because um, I really see your platform and everything you're doing as the part of the hope uh, and the, the example of what humanity can be going forward and um, us learning to heal um, all of our um, programs and our wounds. Yeah, thank you, Kathy. That and more. Yeah, and uh, and I appreciate you having me on your program and yeah. here with your viewers. And uh, Godspeed to us all. And I, I hope uh, with your viewers, we get a chance to connect here somewhere in the near future. Yes, we. I'm sure we will. And so, um, Steve, one more time, you want to share the best places for people to get a hold of you so that we make sure that there's no question that they can do that? You bet. So go to a newuniversaldream.com uh, to learn about the book and the, the masterclass that we're giving away with the book. And then you can go to humanitiesteam.org with a Y, humanitiesteam.org uh, to learn about a humanities team. And then that streaming platform, you can go to humanitystream.net, humanitystream. This is with a Y, not an IE. 
humanitystream.net to learn about the uh, this uh, uh, this this whole streaming platform that's out uh, globally. Well, for people that are constant learners, there's no better place to be than to go through Humanities Team's website, uh, join it, um, it, it, participate, experience, and grow. Because this is, uh, we, we have the opportunity to create the new earth, right? Right. We right. do. We, we do are. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you and bless you, Steve. You know I love you dearly. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, being together again soon. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. You guys, please share.